friend. You don't go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... Welcome in to Hour 3, the Power Hour, on Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Join the conversation now on the Long and Foster Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900, or text Rick and the show at I'm an old blues hit. Text line's open for you, 744-2990. Nate Wise, 835, to talk about the trading deadline. Now, though, it's time for the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth and the Roth Report. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, current ESPN broadcaster, and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Hey, good morning, William. How are you, my friend? Good morning, Rick. Nice to visit with you again, buddy. Yeah, man. Good to have you, as always, here on What's the program. Going on? Oh, a lot going on, man. People excited about football. As I know you, our camp is here. Yeah, we're underway. Hokie football camp. Everybody's camp is open. Pro and college teams. It's uh, August 2nd, a month from today. We kick things off, a primetime game at Lane Stadium to <laughs> I know, start right? things off. What a great way to start. Season tickets have been on sale, but you know, yesterday, Rick, individual game tickets went on sale for the Hokies. Nice. So if you want to pick a game or two, you can log on to Hokiesports.com and click on the ticket link and get tickets to an individual game. So uh, I'm really excited about uh, year two with Coach Pry and getting everybody back together at the stadium. Well, you were at the um, ACC media kickoff. What were some of your impressions from that? I thought that uh, there was a lot of talk about what's going on off the field, yeah. as well as which, which is typical. You know, I think that there is somewhat of a, a uneasy current in every league, other than the Big Ten and the SEC, right? 
Uh, and that's not really fair to, you know, the players and coaches at Clemson or Florida State who might be in the top 10 or or even in, you know, Pac-12 had its media day and everybody was talking about the future of the league, not how good some of the teams can be. Uh, you know, USC might have a national championship team this year mm-hmm. and a Heisman winner this year. And no one, again, right? And no one's talking about USC football. No, so in not. a way, it's not fa- you know USC and UCLA are in the Pac-12 this year, right? So right, you know, I mean, it's not you know those kids are never going to play in the Big Ten, right? Those, or at least the seniors on those teams, you know, they want to talk football. So anyway, I think, think there was a little bit of that. I thought that uh, the Hokies who were in Charlotte did an amazing job. Ollie Jennings is going to be a fan favorite. He is not only a really good player and a newcomer to Tech as a wide receiver, the transfer from Old Dominion. Uh, Highland Springs Springer by birth. He's he's from that high school just outside of Richmond. He was great. Nick Gallo was tremendous. Josh Fuga. They did such a really nice job of of representing Tech about what the institution's about, what 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 Tech football is all about. So I was excited about them. Good to see guys all dressed up in suit and tie. Uh, and and Fuga never let go of that lunch pail the entire time. So <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people go there with an agenda. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of bloviating out of Florida State. You can kind of see their MO here, what they're trying mm-hmm. to do as we get closer to the decision on how the ACC will share playoff revenue. I mean, there's all sorts of – it's just like any press conference. you got to kind of see through what, what someone might be talking about. But it was good to see all the coaches there and, uh, uh, you know, see the guys all dressed up, excited. There's such optimism uh, among every team. Well, Coach Pry was terrific. I know he had a, a more a forceful tone, if you will. I mean, he answered the questions, didn't he, about quarterback, about his uh, talent this year, everything. He mentioned that uh, the quarterback is wide open, that, that he, as of today, I mean, he's sending a message to his team too, right? As of today, the quarterback spot is open. We want to see what drones can do. And they'll both get reps with the number ones starting this week. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, is there a chance that Tech will play two quarterbacks? It seems to be very likely. Even if someone does win the job outright over the next three weeks, it, it seems very likely they'll play two. He had a very interesting response to uh, David Teal, our colleague David Teal. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he, and, and again, he's been very careful to be respectful of the Justin Fuente era. Uh, and whatnot. So he has to be careful and choose his words wisely. But he said that um, he's talking about his staff. He said, when we, meaning James Franklin and, and Coach Pry and the others that are currently at Tech, when they first went to Vanderbilt, he said, when we first went to Vanderbilt, we had better players than when we first got to Virginia mm-hmm. Tech. Eye opening. And yeah, that was, that yeah. was pretty. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to insult his own team. Uh, but, you know, he, he certainly made over his roster. There's 25 new guys on the team. And then he talked about, again, the, the MO of the program is going to be recruiting Virginia high school kids. He talked about the importance of that and how good they're doing, how well they're doing for the class of 24. Uh, and that he's, he's, he's a big believer in the VHSL, and VHSL coaches, and the model that has worked at Virginia Tech in the past, that it's going to be nearly impossible for Virginia Tech or, or any in-state school, whether it's Tech or UVA or Madison, Old Dominion, whomever, you, you can't ignore and, and not recruit Virginia high schools and hope to win. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it's because of the numbers, right? I mean, 
you, you've got an 85 scholarship team. If, if, it's, if it's men's basketball or women's basketball and you get three NBA or three WNBA-esque level players mm-hmm. from out of state, you, you might win the ACC. That's right. That's you right. Know? Because you get three pros, you know, that's probably enough to win in basketball. Fair? Yeah, absolutely fair. Three NBA players on your team, you probably win, right? Sure. Doesn't matter what, but but three NFL players isn't enough. No, no. <laughs> so uh, that that's why you you got to have the numbers. So I thought he was great. Um, he was. He was. Terrific. Yeah. I was very impressed. And then the poll came out yesterday, Tech at 11th. We've been discussing that with listeners today. Seems pretty, pretty fair, a little bit of improvement. What did you think overall? I think you could kind of sell, you know, they're coming off a season in which they won one game against the Power Five. Right, right. Out of the three wins. So, you know, you're not going to see them ranked in the top half of the league. So, is it fair? We'll see. Uh, someone said, where would, it's good to be picked 11th, or it's good to be picked low and play with a chip on your shoulder. You've heard that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah, I talked about that too a little bit. The chip on the shoulder thing's a little overplayed. Yeah. I would rather be picked first 25 years in a row yes that's right (laughs) i want to be picked first 25 years in a row because maybe for 24 years i won it most of the time Mm -hmm. right so when's the last time kansas basketball wasn't picked to win the big 12 i can't even remember yeah right you know i'd like to be picked first 25 years in a row because i've won it 25 years in a row and i'm just going to win it every year that's exactly right. that's kind of the way i i I, that's the that's where i'd like to be picked well and there was clemson right kind of following along with what you're saying pick first again you know everybody's talking about florida state yeah i think florida state obviously they've got so much momentum off of last year's team they've got so many really good players coming back they've lost seven in seven in a row to clemson and the game this year is at clemson Mm -hmm. so you know, at least make FSU win the game before you pick them to win the league. I would have picked, I would have picked Clemson also. Yeah, to agree. Win just based on what they've got, and it doesn't mean Florida State isn't really good. And Florida State and Clemson may both make the playoffs. Well, that's but, right. That's right. Yeah, but in terms of the, those two at the top, if you had Bill to, to throw in a name for somebody, it's a big, the biggest season for for Virginia Tech or a big year. What name would you throw in that blank? I think it's a big season for Tyler Bowen, Hokies offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. His uh his role is he's quarterback coach and offensive coordinator now. Tech had a very tough year in twenty two offensively, and uh this is his baby. So I think I think uh among the the whole program, I think it's a big year for Tyler. And if you have a concern on this team on the field right now in terms of Position or personnel, what's your biggest concern going into camp? Well, it's not quarterback. I think a lot of people, you clearly need great quarterback play to win. Um, I, I think that fairly it's going to have to be the offensive line because you really yeah, only have three yep. guys who have experience there, so you're going to be breaking in uh, you know, two people that haven't played a lot regardless of who they are, and then among your depth, no experience. So, I would say I want to see that that offensive line. I want to see what they can do here in the next three weeks. Hundred percent, you know, because you, really, you know that fourth week is kind of uh, prep week for ODU or for your opener. So you really have three weeks here to get a good look at it. 
before we head out here, uh, jumping conferences here, here because you mentioned it. I mean, everybody's talking about what's going on with the Pac-12, potentially the Big 12, the proposal from Apple, and didn't seem to impress a lot of people in the Pac-12. What are your thoughts about what's going to happen there? Boy, the all eyes on Arizona now, right? Yes. Yeah, bear down. <laughs> uh-huh. I think that someone eventually is going to make the leap to streaming. I just don't think now is the time in our country that a team would feel comfortable recruiting, saying all of our games are on Apple TV. I think that our country, our sports fan base, still likes linear games. Like they want to see your game on ESPN or CBS or Fox or NBC. No doubt. Um, You know, we, we talk about, <clears throat> in my intro to sports media class at Tech, we talk about Hotstar. <clears throat> now, if, if you're familiar with it, you know what I'm talking about. Hotstar is Disney's streaming service in India. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now India is a much bigger, India is now the most populous con- country in the, in the world, right? And um, they have 500 and f- uh, 540 million subscribers, <laughs> right? And, and to the Hotstar pay service, they had, I mean, 53 million people paid for that last year at $6 a month in, in India to watch cricket. And now I know that that's not the United States, it's India, but, but Disney, which is ESPN, charged six bucks a month. Oh, they charged whatever it was, 499 rupees, right? So they charged six bucks a month for it. <laughs> right. And they had 53 million subscribers. So do the math, Rick. 53 million times six bucks a month times 12 months a year. That's that's 3.8 billion dollars they made mm-hmm. last year. Okay. Now a lot of that went to the India Cricket League. Right. However, that's almost four billion dollars Disney made in cricket on uh, last year, and it does work. I just don't think it's going to work for the Pac-12 this cycle right eventually we're all going to get there right but not yet not yet we're, yeah. we're, you know it's free it's on your phone you 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 hit one button you screen near your phone to your television it, it's fine right now in, in european countries and it's fine in clearly in india and and there's some competition there there's there's another company that the phone companies are involved and whatnot and you know we we have what 330 million people in our country and 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 it's, we, we are a big country, but, but when you talk about whatever it is, 1.5, 1.6 billion people, you know, not everyone has cable. So maybe the cell, cell phone program delivery method is just more accepted there. I don't know. I've not been there. Have you been there? No, I've not been to India. I've not. But I know that they've got tremendous fan support for uh, cricket. I know they have Disney and, and, and the Hotstar over the air and via cell phone service there is popular and uh, it works. It's, it's a good financial model there. It is the Roth Report with the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Bill will give us the SMA update, the Baker team game of the week, and his NRB Heart Clinic top three as we roll along with Bill on the Roth Report. Stay with us. Don't go away. 
First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. Thinking of spring? Think Buffalo and more for delivery of business lunches to pick up family-style meals, plus a large selection of fresh bison meat, steaks, burgers, hot dogs, and more. Be sure to check Reba's homemade dessert. Buffalo and more, new location across from Reiner Food Center. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda. Check us out at nrvhomes.com. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech's sports media and analytics program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. And welcome you back. The Roth Report here on BDST. What's going on with the SMA update? Excited that the Salem Red Sox, are, two of our students, are calling games all summer for them. They're on the road last night uh, in Fredericksburg, and... You know, the guys are with the team, and it's just so fun to hear, oh, it's so cool being on the road, and they're just so excited about the opportunity to drive to a road game and stay away from Blacksburg and be the visiting team. And do you remember your very first road trip, Rick, right? The, the, yeah, sure. The adrenaline oh, and the juice you got. Absolutely. You dress a little nicer, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're fired up. Mine was Alaska, by the way, <laughs> for Radford. That was your first – you recall yes, that, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Dr. Ron Bradley played us at a tournament up there in Anchorage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. How, How long about, was that flight? Uh, that was a long, long flight. It was a couple stops in between, too, boy. That was a tough get-to. That was a tough get-to. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. And you've talked about that for these uh, individuals, right, how great it is. The educational part beyond just doing the games, the things they're learning like that. So cool. We do a lot in the classroom, obviously. But mm-hmm. There's a lot of things you can't duplicate within the walls of a classroom. And packing for a road trip, yeah. both the personal stuff and, and the broadcast gear and navigating – a new stadium. How do you get to the dugout? How do you get to the field? Where's the booth? Where's the all those things? And and it's different. Fredericksburg has a beautiful new stadium up there. That's Nationals single A team, right? Up there. Right. And I'm just so happy for those guys. They come back when we get together here. Twenty uh, first, our first day of classes. When everybody gets back to Blacksburg here in the next couple of weeks from their various baseball teams, they're such different people. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're better as broadcasters, but they're such different people for having spent a couple of months embedded with a baseball team. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. How about uh, Baker Team Game of the Week coming up? We're going to talk about our women's World Cup soccer team today. And our, I don't know if you saw the game the other day against Portugal. The match, I did not. But, uh, in, in the final seconds of uh, the match, Portugal hit the post. And so it remained a 0-0 draw, nil-nil draw, and that's the way it ended. And so the U.S. team advances um, to the knockout round. Had that gone in, they're eliminated. They're not playing at the level that they want to. And, you know, they've won back-to-back World Cups. They haven't lost a match 
since I guess <clears throat> 2011 to Japan, there, there there's such high expectations for this team, and everybody seems to play better against them. The thing now is there's no more draws and there's no more margin for error. It's a knockout round, and so uh, there there's some drama happening. You know, U.S. soccer is kind of a <laughs> it makes college football look calm. Uh, and both on the men's and the women's side. There's drama, who's the coach, who's in charge, what's happening. Uh, and, and so I think a lot of eyes on uh, our World Cup women's team in New Zealand and Australia again this weekend. All right, and now my favorite part of all the favorite parts of the Roth Report. Time now for Bill's NRB Heart Clinic Top 3. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3. Now back to Rick Watson. All right, what are we looking at here in your top three? I love these. Our NRV Heart Clinic top three for August 2nd. <laughs> yes. Mm, this was good. I enjoyed doing this. The top three non-conference football games for this year. Ooh, non-conference. Okay. Non-conference football games for this year. So, And there's, there's some great non-league games, particularly early. But it's like, for example, honorable mention. It's not a conference game yet. This is a non-league game. Texas at Alabama, September 9th. Yeah, yeah. Preview of the future of <laughs> the FCC. <laughs> Sark against Saban. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think that'll do great. Uh, in, in November, also honorable mention, Notre Dame's at Clemson. That's right. Clemson, yeah. Clemson uh, will be the home team. <clears throat> Notre Dame, <clears throat> excuse me, Notre Dame has won 26 straight games against the ACC teams. Streak on the line. Yeah. You know, they play five a year. You'd think eventually somebody would get Somebody would beat them, right? Yeah. 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 Notre Dame and Clemson. But those are most of my honorable mention games. But here are my three favorite personal NRV Heart Clinic top three non-conference college football games for this fall. Number three, also in September, September 9th, same day Alabama's playing Texas. Okay, same day. Ready for this one? Texas A&M at Miami. Oh, the return game. That kind of revealed Texas A&M. I mean, that kind of revealed Miami last year a little bit, didn't it? Jimbo Fisher. Yes. <laughs> brings the Aggies to ACC country, right? Texas A&M at Miami, September 9th. Big ACC, SEC game. Love it. Number yeah. two, my number two NRV Heart Clinic top three non-conference college football game of the year. Ohio State at Notre Dame. And the That's also in September, September 28th. Ratings on that are going to be nuts for that game, just because of who's playing. Yeah, that's a good one. And then my number one game, and it's the first week, man. This was a great game last year. It's the rematch <clears throat> this year. LSU at Orlando against Florida State. Mm-hmm. Great bands, great mascots, great players. And we're going to see right away, you know, Florida State's been, you know, banging the tomahawk chop all summer. They got they have LSU in week one and then Southern Miss in week two. And you're not going to out-athlete Southern Miss, Never. right? Never, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, keep an eye on the Knolls the first two weeks. That's a good point. You never want to play Southern Miss, especially early in the year like that. They're one of those teams you just don't want to play. Well, I think it's it, it's a good regional game for, for it is 
you know, for it them, is. I mean, it's like, you know, Hokies play ODU. Sure. Jamie, sure. I mean, so it's not that far away, but, uh, you know, Southern Miss, I recall they upset Florida, one of FSU's very best teams in an early season game. And that might have been a neutral site. Game. Yeah. This one's at, at Tallahassee, though. But the LSU Florida State game, Seminoles won it last year. Uh, and and the rematch in Orlando and Florida State fans are really excited. They 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 you know, they won ten games last year. They bring so many people back. They crush the transfer portal. They have a guy I think in Jordan Travis who I know Drake May is the preseason ACC Player of the Year. When it's all said and done, don't be surprised if it's Travis in New York at a Heisman ceremony. I mean he's that good, Rick. And so is May. We got two. Well, we have several really good quarterbacks in the league, but no Absolutely. one seems to be talking about Florida State's quarterback. I think he's. I think he's really elite. And uh, but we'll see in week one, right? Yeah, Brian right Kelly, off the bat. LSU. Yeah. yeah, so it's great. Yeah, good choices, man. Good choices all the way around. And uh, great to catch up with you always. And we are a month away from the Hokies and ODU. I know. It is here. Single game tickets are available. If you've never seen a night game at Lane Stadium, you're saying to yourself, you know, blah, 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 whatever reason. Get a couple of tickets to the Old Dominion game. You can get them today. Enjoy a night game at Lane. The weather will be good. You know, it's not November 20th or something like that where you're going to freeze. Crowd will be nuts. Yeah. It'll we be got great. a lot of exciting things planned, too. The atmosphere will be great. Yeah, it will be. It will be. All right, my man. You stay safe. and uh, Always good to visit with yeah, you. Yeah, you too, always man. Always good to be with you. Yeah, you too. It's always a lot of fun, man. Favorite time right, of the week. Ha- have a good day. All right, brother. Take care. There you go. That's uh, Bill Roth and the Roth Report. Good stuff for him. That's a good top three right there. There's no doubt about it. LSU Florida State headlining his big games. We'll take a break. We're going to come back. Nate Wise is going to join us and talk some baseball trading deadline stuff when we return. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. <laughs> so what do you think of the new big screen TV? Pretty good fit in this room, huh? Man, I'm so glad we called Louise to help us find our new home. That apartment was just too small with the new baby. Louise listened to what we wanted, we discussed what we needed, and she found us this great house. We're so happy here. This is Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long & Foster Realtors. When you are ready to purchase, check us out at nrvhomes.com. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda will work hard to find your right space. 